Welcome to the F the Glitter podcast, the podcast that is centered around highlighting women of color in the world of graphic design, brand design, and marketing strategy. I am your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative, and today I have the honor of having Miss Tiana Goodwin as a guest with us. Tiana is the brand strategist and owner of the Divine Connections Agency located in Philadelphia, PA. So we on the East Coast today. Yes. yes. So Tiana, tell us a little bit about you, your business, and how awesome you are. Oh my gosh, I'm just so dope. You know, you have to have, you have, to have that dope mentality, even if you feel like you're a beginner or you're like, way, you know, you're super smart in whatever your industry is in. I'm from Philadelphia, like she said, and I'm a mogul in the making. I'm literally a Jill of all trades. I okay. do everything. You know, I just Philly? do everything. Okay. <laughs> um, even if that's not particularly what I do right now, I definitely have dib and dabbed in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like she said, my business is the Divine Connections Agency, and this is where I help clients find brand identity and brand purpose. I do everything with purpose, for purpose. So I feel like if you're going to invest time and money, which is some things you can't get back, you need to be doing it because you love to do it. Right, right. It's just been something I've been doing for a very, very long time. When I first started my own business, I was doing event planning. So I was doing full service event planning and coordinating. And then after a while, I said, oh, you know what? I really like networking with people. I'm a people person. So I love networking with people, getting to understand people, their purpose, all that good stuff. So I said, you know what? I'm going to just shift what kind of events I do and just do like social events networking events, empowerment events, those kind of events where I can be more hands-on versus doing a wedding and just like be there day of and that's it. You know what I mean? Right. So I said, you know, I'm going to dip and dab in that. But then after I started doing that for a little bit, I started tapping into my graphic and digital side. So I said, oh man, you know, I'm going to start getting (laughs) back into this. I mean, my mom bought me a computer when I was eight years old. I was typing my homework. My girl was typing my homework in the third grade. And I was like, you know what? So every time I talk to clients or potential clients, I always say, think about those things your parents made you do when you were younger that you didn't want to do. And those are the things that you probably can be successful at. So I took all those things my mom was beating in my head as a kid. (laughs) And I said, you know what? I'm going to just do it. And I've just been doing it now for five, six years professionally. But, you know, I have been doing it since I was eight years old. Wow. So how long has it been full-time for you? Oh my gosh. Full-time. So I left my corporate job in 2016. So four okay, years. Just now. a couple years. All right. Well, mm-hmm. that's what's up then. Welcome to the club. Yes, girl. Okay. <laughs> so being that you have an event planning background, what are mm-hmm. your favorite type of clients to work with or your favorite type of projects to work on? Oh my gosh. And what gets you going? Oh, my first, when I first started, my favorite type of clients were like, not wedding, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I had some good wedding clients, but wedding so was not where it was at. More of like your social events, so like birthday parties, mm-hmm. even engagement, networking events. Like I said, I'm really big on networking meeting people and placing people in the room so you can, you know, network, of course, with others because you never know what kind of impact somebody can have on you. 
Right. So I love like those kind, but like I moved into, you know, your, your conferences, corporate events. I even like church events. You know, I like church events, cleaning little church events for the youth department. And it's just always a good time just, you know, handling the kids and, you know, making them do what they need to do. So, I mean, I enjoy anything when it's amongst people. Okay, so any of the low stress events. Absolutely. So weddings were just a little bit too high strung. Girl, especially full service when you're really not. I think sometimes brides just don't know exactly what they want. Of course, because especially if it's more than likely it's your first go round. So you don't know everything that you need. you like, well, do you need me to help 100%? Do you need me to help 50%? Or do you need me to just be day of? Right. So it's like, uh, um, so I'm like. They don't know because they've never been there before. Right. This is stressful. <laughs> yeah. I used to do uh, wedding stationery. Really? I've been a graphic designer since I was like 16. And, wow. um. I used to, when in uh, 2013, no, 2014, mm-hmm. I decided to go like strictly in the wedding stationery. Okay. And I recently decided I didn't want to do that no more because the, the stress level, like it was just it was too yeah. much. It was like, it's, it's paper. I mean, yes, it's paper. It's very important, but it's paper. Like you are yeah. here and we, we need to come back mm-hmm. down here so you can talk to me. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I, I just want business. I just want business. I don't do this and then I care too much. So then I'm like, no, but see, this is how we want to do mm-hmm. this. And then they're like, oh man, it was just too much. Like, no, no, no. So with it. that, what has been your most enjoyable project to date? Hmm. Talked about your favorite. So like, what's been the one that was like, we did that. Yes. Um, I think my most enjoyable project was so I have one client well I have a few clients that I do consecutive work for but my favorite client is Lakia Diggs from Baltimore Maryland she has her own hair salon called and her own brand called the Kia Experience Mm -hmm. and she was like this is my old logo I need you to like Fix you to just, just revamp everything. Like just just go ham. I don't even care what you do. These are my colors. Oh, and she must have hated it then. I'm with it. She like, I'm with it. I'm like, yes, like that's my favorite kind of client. Like the one that just give you just you can just do whatever you want. Like, this is the name of my business. These are the colors and, and that's it. Work and magic. Yeah. So I've done so much work for her. Like she is a project. Her whole brand yeah. is a project. So, <laughs> I think that's like a general like, consensus amongst us creatives. It's like, if you just let me do my thing, I promise. Right. Like it. And they're like, yeah. And all of us are like, that's my favorite kind. Just let Girl. me do my thing. And, oh and, and my gosh. Like, it was just so much fun. Like doing her logo, doing her templates for her social media, doing her media kit because she's very, she's very much published. Like, She's mm-hmm. done Vogue, Vogue, Italy, BT, Essence. Like, she's out here. Wow. So I'm all like, oh, no, I got to make sure. Like, I just redid her media kit. So I'm all like, oh, no, we got to make sure you clean, consistent, modern, you know, chic. That's the kind of work that you do. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, she's like a project within itself. Like, <laughs> that's I mean, the best kind of clients <laughs> to have, though. Like, yes. It's always work. It's always work. Yeah, oh my gosh. I'll be like, listen, don't come to me if you want ombre and glitter. Okay, because I I don't, I can't. Mm-mm. That's the name of the podcast. And quite honestly, that is why that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> you are the second person to get it. That is why. I, I can't. Glitter. I just can't. I can't glitter. Oh, no. 
since we've been on punishment since March, how has business been? So business actually has been pretty consistent. Like I was actually surprised and how many, you know, customers I were, I, you know, I was getting in referrals that I was getting in regards to any kind of digital marketing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is good. People are really using this time to tap into their business, whether they already have one or they want to start one. Mm-hmm. So I was really, really excited about that. I was actually kind of prepared to, you know, have some decline some mm-hmm. in clients. So um, this was actually like a little blessing in disguise. So it actually kept me busy. And the good thing is that I have contracts with different organizations here in the city that I'm still getting paid for anyway. So mm-hmm. even sometimes where I have to maybe like go into an office to do some work, I don't have to because I can do everything from home. That's what's up. So it's been pretty good. I can't complain. So how do you feel about the representation of women of color in our industry? Like we're creatives, we're in graphic design, we're we're helping people bid, build their businesses. But like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the representation or the lack thereof of us? Hmm. I mean, I guess from my point of view, I really don't think we're underrepresented. I think because being as though we deal with a lot of digital things, mm-hmm. people don't get to see the physical face. They don't get to be in front of us. You know, we're doing the work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But of course, something like event planning, we out here, like we really right. are out here, but being <laughs> as though, you know, everything now it has to be virtual. Mm-hmm. We actually, you know, we don't get to have that experience with people. We don't, you know, everything is virtual. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in our, in our area, I feel like we, we pretty decent, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in a couple groups where a lot of women, you know, women of color who do, you know, who are creatives, even like a lot of males. Cause I know sometimes this industry can be dominated by males, but I feel us as women and women of color, I feel like we're doing a really good job in making our, our product known. So mm-hmm. people will know, you know, who we are and this is the face behind the brand. Okay. Do you think that might be kind of because we're, we put ourselves in places or in communities where there's a lot of people who look like us? Like, I know that like the way that we met was through a Facebook group. Somehow, mm-hmm. somebody's a Facebook group because that's the right. only way I've been advertising. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Facebook group was either women of color or right. brand built launch where 90% of us are black or it was, what's the other one? Buy black or something like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. do you think part of that is because we put ourselves in communities where there's a lot of people like us? Or, yeah. I definitely do. Um, But um, you have to not be scared to also put yourself in those places where you are literally the minority. Because, you know, you don't want to you don't want to leave no money on the table. No. So you need to put yourself everywhere, you know, everywhere that you feel that you, you know, that you fit. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate that you want to say where you fit. But it's like, you know, you don't want to be somewhere where you're uncomfortable. But sometimes uncomfortable situations it's where Work the growth happens better so right <laughs> so i mean you just have to put yourself in the room and see how things work pitch yourself the best way you know how mm-hmm. and let the magic happen okay so how would you describe your style like your design style when it comes when you approach a project when it comes mm-hmm. out like how would somebody identify that that's you like i say mine is like I'm pretty minimalistic. I try to be at least. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I try not to use a lot of gradients and a whole. I try to stick yeah. with blocks because my background is print. Okay. Know, it's wedding stationery. So like my background right. is print. So like every time I'm designing something, I'm designing it with the intent that at some point somebody's going to print it out and it's got to be able to translate 
you know, when yes, it gets there. Yes. So like, how would you design, how would you describe your design style? I would say probably <laughs> minimalistic as well. Um, I'm very clean. Mm-hmm. Chic. I would say some of my style is even modern. Okay. Um, depending on the client, the vibes I get from the client, I can mm-hmm. feel energy, whether it's in person, through the phone. Mm-hmm. It's, I can even feel, of course, when somebody's kind of clueless on what they want. So I always tell potential customers or clients, you know, make sure that you send me, you know, some images of some things that you may have seen. Because I'll use them, of course, on a mood board so mm-hmm. I can get, you know, a sense of where they want to go. Because some people may say, you know, I own an ice cream shop and I need a design for an ice cream shop, like a brochure or something. Uh-huh. But the ice cream shop, I can't think, oh, it has to be, you know, childish or it can be actually a, a luxury ice cream parlor, right. you know, so, so it needs to come off, you know, That's that luxury. way. So yeah. I need to know all the deets in order to proceed in making this beautiful design that you said, like somebody may print or somebody may put on a website, mm-hmm. whatever it is, but I'm very clean, chic, straight to the point. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a girl that's still like all black graphics versus <laughs> color. So right. you know, so it's just like, okay, however you feel, but yeah. Like I said, they know not to come with me with all the ombres and the um, <laughs> and, with and, and all the illustrations with the nails and the claws and the, no, I don't do that. I don't do that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. So, what would you say when you decided to finally leave corporate, leave your corporate mm-hmm. job? What was the most important step that you took when stepping out? I had to believe in myself. Okay. I had to make sure that despite any downfalls, that I was still going to make it. Mm-hmm. Because that's huge. You know, when you're leaving a corporate job, you're leaving somewhere where you were one, getting benefits. <laughs> Two, you were getting paid every two weeks or every week, however your job did pay out. Mm-hmm. And now you're not getting that no more. Right. You know, and, you know, I put, I had some money aside and I put some money aside. I said, all right, this money is going to last me X amount of time because I know how much my bills are. You know, I know how much, you know, I need to put aside for maybe my vehicle. If I have to get registration or insurance or, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, of course. On, on a rainy day, you might you might have an unexpected bill Expensive. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have to set some things aside. Yes, you will never be financially prepared. Like you really will not. And say it again. Say it again. <laughs> you will not be financially prepared for when you leave a corporate job or a full time job, whatever you're doing. Um, but I had to learn how to believe in myself because you're going to have times where you like, oh my gosh, I'm going back to work because I can't take this. Like you really go through a lot of ups and downs. I had times where I had like very, very minimum in my bank account trying to figure out how electric was staying on, how I was going to pay my water bill. And, you know, you might have to get on a couple payment plans, you know, you have to do what you have to do. So don't think that just because you, you know, you might hit a bump in the road that it's the end. It's really not. But keep having faith in yourself and knowing that, you know, it's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. 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 I, I try to, <laughs> anybody who has like, well, I'm going to start my own business and, you know, I want to, I'm going to do it full time. Honestly, I think that this whole situation with uh, COVID-19 kind of mm-hmm. created like that insurance package that a lot of people needed in order to step out. 
because like how this unemployment is working out, like people are getting their regular unemployment, which might be 150 to $200 a week, but then they get $600 on top of that. And so for for a lot of people, that's more than they were making at their regular job, you know? And so I think it's giving those people that insurance package that they needed to actually take that step because they had a little bit of cushion Right, to kind of right. make those moves without the fear of the bottom falling out. You know what I mean? And let's not forget about the stimulus check. That bogus piece of mess. I don't know. <laughs> that was an extra tax refund. Hey, we want you to go buy them shoes you was thinking about. That wasn't no stimulus, nothing. That was a, we're going to give you this money so you can give it right back and feel like you got some power. That That's what that was. Girl, I was like, give me my money back. Thank you. <laughs> Man, please. <laughs> so for someone who is looking for your particular service, someone who's mm-hmm. looking for your expertise, what is some advice that you would give them while vetting a professional? Do your research. We're in a lot of groups, just as business owners, creatives, we're in a lot of groups on social media. And it's a lot of people who false advertise, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't want to be the one that falls into the hole. <laughs> you done spent money for something you either it wasn't no more communication after payment or you never even received the product and now you're talking about weeks later so do your research I know for me personally it's people that reach out to me like through my Facebook and Instagram but a lot of my clients are referrals from previous clients mm-hmm. so they already have somebody that can legitimately say, you know, yeah, she legit, you know, she do good work. She gets your stuff out in a timely manner. And that's how I get a lot of my clients. But that's definitely the first thing I would do is do research in regards to getting whatever kind of digital market you need for your brand. Just period. You know, just do research, period. If you're somebody who want to sell socks or something, mm-hmm. you know. You need to do research. Who, what wholesale people can I go to? Is there such thing as private labeling? You know, right. reach out to these kind of people so you can figure out which way you want to go. There's various ways you can go with business and doing business. So I would say definitely just do your research. Yeah, I, I agree. Like a lot of my clients that I get, they're uh, trust building exercises. Because somebody yeah. that messed up and disappeared, went ghost. Which I don't understand why that's something in our community, but somebody went ghost. And so now half of our relationship is me rebuilding their trust in a designer period or in a brand strategy, somebody who's going to help them because the other person dropped the ball and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yep. It's like a bad relationship. Like you got to rebuild. <laughs> I, was like, oh, yes. I, just, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So I, I, I totally, like, do your research and and get the social proof. Like you said, get the social proof. Like, ask around. Um, one of my last uh-huh. guests, they said, ask the other clients that they had. Like, go ask them directly. Like, hey, I see that you work with so-and-so. Like, how was the experience? You yeah. know, because they could have done awesome work, but then they didn't talk to you for three weeks. So it's like, well, I don't know what's going on. I ain't got time to project. do that. Mm-mm. Like, because yeah. I know I don't want to be treated like that. Right. Like, it's your money. And my goal is to make sure you get your money back that you spent with me. But yep. I got to talk to you in order for that to happen. Like, I can't just disappear. Like, how, how does that work? So, yeah. So, when is your birthday? August the 8th. I knew it. <laughs> Leo King. Yes. yes. 
Hobby start. Yes! We in it, y'all. We in it. Take me days. Yes! Yes, August eighth. Oh man, that's my that's my new interview question. Let me add this to my outline. Yes, come on. It's a little birthday birthday. I told my other guest her birthday is August the sixth. And I I gotta get you a shirt. We got Leo Gang shirts. We got Leo Gang shirts. Package for shirts. So now we've made it to the fun part of the interview. These are the random questions. Questions about you. I want want our listeners, like, I I want Ethic Glitter to not only be a platform for us to be heard and for us to be seen, but also kind of like a resource for possible clients or future clients to kind of get to know the designers or the strategists. And and I, I feel personally that if you have some kind of a relationship or if you feel like you know the person, you're more likely to spend your money with them. And that, that comes into yeah. brand and marketing strategy. People have mm-hmm. an emotional connection and they want to spend with you. And so I want, you know, I want them to kind of feel you, not just yeah. in your, you know, in your options for the interview, but also, you know, right. try to get to know who you are. So they'd be like, oh yeah, I need to find her. Like I like her energy. I like her episode. I need to, let me call Tiana. Like, yeah. So what would you say your favorite style of food is? I love cheese. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love cheese. Like, I've been eating cheese since I probably had teeth. Mm. Like, literally. Like, cheese is so good. I love all kinds of cheese, whether it's grated by the best kind, I believe. Well, I, I used to, I eat a lot of block now. Mm-hmm. But... When I was a kid, I used to go to like the little poppy store or the little grocery store with my mama in the corner. And I used to get like a dollar's worth of American sliced cheese. And I was just mm. eating cheese out the bag. Really? <laughs> no. I, okay. I love cheese too. Not that much, but I love cheese too. And like it's on almost everything. And um, yes. my dad growing up, he used to give us like as a snack, he used to give us the American cheese and he folded up into little yeah. squares and we yes. <laughs> Oh my god! It's just like a really like it's the taste like it's just something about it between American and then you have your sharps then you mm-hmm. have your 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 mozzarellas your parmesans your smoked, smoked gouda I mean I, I cook on the side too so. okay I mean I'm not like trying to start it as no business or anything but, don't but I cook a little something don't it's just enough for the kitchen okay. <laughs> So I, I'm going to ask, do you partake in spirits and libations? Yes. Mm-hmm. What is I your do cocktail do of choice? My cocktail of choice. Let's see. I, I'm a wine girl. I do like wine. Okay. And I want to go hard in the paint. Got to pull out the Quavo. Okay. Got to pull out some Jack Daniels with ginger ale. You know, you know I'm a dark girl. I mm-hmm. like dark liquor. Okay. All righty. Uh huh. So, do you get the chance to travel? Yes, I'm a traveling baby. What's your favorite? Like of all the places that you've been, where, where's your favorite location? Always My favorite location. I actually just went a few years ago. I went to Dubai and Athens, oh, Greece, nice. and it was the best yeah. trip ever. See, I come from a, a traveling family. Like, my mom and my aunt had their own travel agency oh, okay. back when I was a kid. So, I traveled all over the world. You had but those, that was like the best. And I have to go back because I feel like there's so much to do there. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in the limited time that you're there. Like, you just can't. Like, me and my god sister had a 
Oh, oh. <laughs> a ball over there in Dubai. They have, I think, it's every Tuesday. It's either every Tuesday or every Thursday. Uh, women drink for free. So after nine o'clock, if you go into like a lounge or a bar or a club or something like that, all your drinks are free. Well, <laughs> yeah, I had to uh, make a girl's trip. Girl, book your trip. Book <laughs> <laughs> your trip, girl. So oh uh, with with that said, when you're in a creative funk, like how do you, what are some ways that you like to pull yourself out? Ugh, cut my computer off. <laughs> I have to, like I have to cut my computer off because it's plenty of times I've been in a space where I feel like I can't deliver. So usually I'll just cut my computer off and I'll usually either wait until late. I really just restart when my body says so. Okay. Like, all right, like my mind start going again. I'm like, all right, now it's time. Like sometimes I need to sleep on it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just need to just rest because I've been overworking. So yeah, usually I'll just cut my computer off. I'll even pray about it. Like, God, please give me the creativity to, you know, create okay. this whatever it is for this person mm-hmm. and you know i just keep moving after that but i definitely will shut this computer down gotcha okay okay mm-hmm. it's very good advice y'all just think about that it's okay to turn the screen off yeah it's okay Absolutely. like i'll walk away completely mm-hmm. yeah. completely when you finally get a chance to relax what mm-hmm. are some of the things that you like to do meditate yeah. I meditate. I really love to meditate. I usually do it in the morning and in at night before I go to bed because it kind of calms my nerves mm-hmm. after working all day. So I meditate. I also love to write. I'm author. So I love to write. So I'll journal. And I love doing that because I can write my feelings down. Sometimes I don't want to verbally say them. So mm-hmm. I'll just write down how I feel or how mm-hmm. my day went. So yeah, meditating and journaling. Even sometimes I'll just sit in a quiet place. Anything I can do to get my aura back to the way it was before I started getting super creative. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's draining. It's Mm -hmm. draining sometimes, you know. You're pulling from places that you don't even know you can pull from. So it's like, you're putting a lot of strain on your brain. You might talk a lot because I do consulting. So I'll be on the phone or, you know, doing virtual stuff. So it it can be draining sometimes. So anything that kind of put myself back in that me time is good for me have a glass of wine you know watch tv i watch ratchet tv so you know, <laughs> i watch a little bit of that a series you know i might get on you know i might get on facebook and be like y'all what's the best thing to watch on netflix right now right. or you know so you know i'm always trying to keep myself entertained so it's always important to indulge in that self-care self-love because you can't be productive and and build and create things that people will love if you're not pouring that into yourself right yeah i totally agree well we have come to the closing remarks part of our interview i know i feel a connection i feel like it's got to continue so we'll probably do like a part two in a few weeks yes we can do a part two so where can people find you where where do people need to go to find tiana how do they get in contact with you how do they see your work like Tell us okay. where we can find you. So you can find me on Facebook at Tiana Goodwin. You can find me on there as well under the Divine Connections Agency because I have a business page on there. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram at the Tiana Experience or Purposely Bossing Up, which is my podcast. So I have to return the favor. Oh, yes. Oh, I put you on season three. 
That's awesome. Also, season three. So um, you can find me on there. I'm on LinkedIn as Tiana Goodwin. I'm actually rebranding my website right now. So I'll be letting everybody know when that will be coming up. Okay. Well, once again, thank you for joining us today on Yes, I had a pleasure. It was a good time. I had a great time too. I'm so glad you came to spend this time with me. Yes. So I I look forward to reconnecting with you. Definitely. Please do. We definitely got to make sure that uh, everybody can get in contact with you who's looking to have their brand either started from scratch or rebranded completely. If this needs mm-hmm. to be facelift, or if need a facelift, if it needs to be cleaned up, all those things, you need to talk to yeah. Tiana. Good. Thank you for listening to this episode of the F the Glitter podcast. I'm your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative where we shine the spotlight on women of color in the industry of graphic design, brand design, marketing strategy, and brand strategy. A special thanks to my guests for joining us today, and we'll be here next week for our next episode of F the Glitter. You can find us on your favorite podcast broadcast station, iTunes, Spotify, Google Cast, and others. We look forward to seeing you next week.